Sweat equity. I'm a air hunt. Sweat equity podcast. Mm. I heard this come on my Spotify while I was running, and I was like, oh yeah. That is a jam. That's a girthy song. It's going right on our Sweat Equity podcast and streaming show playlist if you want to follow that on Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, we're on there. They got podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we we on that B. It's cool that we didn't know and it just showed up and it's like magic. Populated. I like that automation. Just That's li- the technology you can't bitch about. No, no. Intrusive technology. I'm pretty much sure if everything was done for me anyway, automated, I'd still find something to bitch about. Yes. That's just how I like to roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got, um, go on iTunes, give us that five star, give us that review. You write a funny review, we'll probably say it on air. Yeah, but it's got to be actually funny. Don't just give a weak ass, you know, dead joke bullshit. Yeah, be a hater, but be a funny hater. Yeah. No, you can make fun of us for sure. Write a roast joke if you want. Right, yeah. Do something, or just don't be weak. Or write something totally insane. That's fine. We had Sam Tripoli on. We like insane people. Yes. Yeah. Accuse us of the Illuminati, all that. We're on Facebook. We're going to start engaging with that group a little bit more. Illuminati? (laughs) The Illuminati group? Facebook uh, group. We have a Facebook group attached to the Sweat Equity page. Free tip for you. That uh, that's a big thing to cr- increase engagement with your audience, and pages might be devaluing. Well, they might be fo- fo- Facebook might be fo- focusing on groups. Right. I'm all tongue tied. I think I know what you just said. Well, th- pages are going bye bye. Pages. Uh, Maybe you're gonna have to pay pretty much every time you post is the thing. Oh. So you're organic unless you're one of the top guys, unless you're Tyrese. That's like the celebrities that get free meals when they go into the restaurants. Right. Those are the last people who need the free meals. Right. They get the free shoes and the, the movie screeners. Yeah. Don't pay for nothing. Here we are over here still on BitTorrent. You know? Yes, I know. Let's give some love to our sponsor, Fresh Books, Cloud Accounting. We're in tax season, man. Going through it. I heard, I heard from our uh, networking group that... 2018 entertainment um, category, like tags, uh-huh. expenses, no good anymore. It used to be meals and entertainment. You could, um, you get like 50% write off or something like that. Yeah. Some are 50, some are 100. Doesn't matter. That's for my CPA to figure out. Not, not so much more. Oh, what? No. So if we, if we were going to go see a basketball game yeah. to impress some clients, get some nachos. Yep. Out of pocket. Well, that's a travel meal probably now. Okay, well, don't get too specific. I just don't cheese. want someone to just, they, what if they have a nacho charge? All right, fine. Not yo charge. Um, so, 2018, that entertainment expense is not a write-off anymore. I'm, I was always surprised it was allowed back in the day. Yeah, it is kind of stupid. So, but you need learn those things. You need an accounting system. You need to do your books. You need to do it easily. It, it integrates with uh, about 100 apps, I think. GoFreshBooks.com forward slash sweat. That's GoFreshBooks.com forward slash sweat. What do they get? $50 off? Uh, they get 30-day free trial. Our listeners I'm get that hookup. Holler if you hear me. I'm just making up numbers and throwing it against the wall. Thanks, FreshBooks. It's hard to keep all the advertiser copy together because we know. have three main ones. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's three numbers I got to remember and I forgot it. And then we're going to do... 
we're gonna uh, continuing from last podcast. We're gonna uh, we're not gonna devalue the FreshBooks ad. That's our that's our presenting sponsor. But we're gonna do a quick shout out for a free kind of Pete's picks. I'm stealing this section from Pete's picks. Brought to you by Law Smith. <laughs> from you made it weird. One of my favorite podcasts. We're just he just tells people something he likes that he uses in his life. He loves it. Um, same thing here. Moo.com. We're going to put our referral code on this episode um, description. We're going to talk some business cards because um, Eric, <laughs> Eric Scott, did you bring it with you? Do you uh, have it? No. Just I go didn't. around and grab it. No. Is well, it in I the office? No, I don't have any actually of the cards. Uh, we're talking about. Um, we can post it on the, on the episode. Okay. I'll do it. I don't care. We could take. We can take. You want to explain it? Well, my wife. Wait, wait, let's go to Moo, Moo first. Yeah, talk about what you so want Moo, to talk about. So Moo's our go-to. Uh, Moo's our go-to stationary printer, business cards, invitations, thank you cards. That's a big thing. If you write handwritten thank you cards, that goes a long way. I'm behind on mine. I got a stack. I got to do today, tomorrow for clients that thank you for doing this. But it's got that thick, that thickness. Mm. You want to say girthy, don't Ooh. you? You wanted to say it. Oh, I'm going to use their their term called Lux. So if you look at the Lux collection, our cards are really thick, real g- great. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. uh, and it does make a difference. When I hit my card out and it's thick like that, nine times out of ten I have a conversation about it. Yeah, that's true. Th- and the ones we got, that you can. I mean, you don't want them to double as coasters, but they're thick enough to be coasters. A lot of people make the coaster joke. I mean, a lot of people like the outcast lyric on the back. Yeah. Because we so put so fresh and so, so clean. clean. Brought to you by Fresh Books. <laughs> exactly. And then the, they, it's it's one of those things I thought business cards, I thought all things were going to be digital. I thought all this stuff's dying. And we actually put money into it. It's one of those things we paid a little bit more. I'm not big on like we need to look fancy with everything. I mean, look at our yes. setup if you're watching the the video. But it was one of those little things, pay a premium for this. It, it's giving us a lot more return on the investment. So, Yeah, it's a conversation starter. It's good. So Moo.com. I will put our company referral code, cause like the refer a friend affiliate link thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Share it with a friend yeah. deal. You always ask me if I have one for every app, and it's always no. Yeah. Because well, you're always I u- them. Well, I used to just say, screw it, I'm lazy about it. I know. And I just go, that's just free money. It takes five seconds to just sit there and like figure it out if, if there is one or not. You know? Yeah. It's the whole thing of, you know what it is? It's like, I don't know my password. Ye- <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. That takes me longer than five seconds. I cut my thumb opening a can because I'm an idiot. Op- like, oh, the shitty thing of green beans. Wait, it, using a hand can opener? I'm doing, I'm going dad. Yeah, I'm doing hand crank one. Right. I'm going. Hardcore dadding. I'm trying to help with dinner and watch both babies. They're doing their thing. Yeah. And I'm opening a like the the generic green beans. The one you're like, this company. This is not this looks Dude, my kids they love the canned version instead of like fresh green beans. Sweet. It's like forty I mean, cents. It's nice, but it's weird. So I'm opening it up and it's it's because it's crusty, it doesn't open like the the good stuff. Your thumb? The uh, can. Crusty thumb? Oh, okay. So you just, I have to like get some torque on it. I try to use a knife as a fulcrum. <laughs> and I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not going to do that. And my, I hear my son like cough, like almost sounds like he's choking. I turn around and go, Fling! and cut. It looked like I was bleeding. Like, it looked like I was trying to commit suicide. 
like that's like how much blood lowest way possible <laughs> right that that's how much blood was coming out of just a, a tiny cut of my thumb the detective said he was too stupid to kill himself and then i went all dad <laughs> yeah true detective three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing dad, really happened dad thumb yeah. we uh and then it's one of those ones do, do i need stitches no i went dad i went hardcore dad i don't need stitches i don't right. need it i don't need it super glue uh, well, <laughs> I didn't think of that. It yeah, wor- like I think one of the glues is medically acceptable to use on your body. Maybe. Yeah. Also, no. I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. But yeah, I'll tell him to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I've done it before. It wor- It works, but I- I'm not going to advise anybody to do that because <laughs> we're all soft. My thing was, um, so I can't even. I can't use the touch ID on my phone. I didn't realize how much oh, I use that. Yeah. And I had to get the other thumb on there, and but it doesn't do it for every app. That you associate it with, uh-huh. so you can add your other thumb. But this, I mean, this hand's basically there for show. It yeah, doesn't right. do much. It's there for the wedding ring. Oh, that's weird. I actually just got a, a new wedding ring. Where'd you get it? it? It's from Quelo Pete's Picks. Quelo Q A L O. It's a silicone Q. wedding ring. This is my second one because I got the men's. They have men's and women's versions. The men's versions, all the. They look like O-rings on a torpedo for a nuclear submarine. They're freaking huge. <laughs> so I had the men's version, and uh, I hated it because it was humongous. I didn't know how hard they wanted me to be married. So I got the women's <laughs> version, and it's half the size, and it fits a lot better. What goth chick is rocking that thing? I know. So I'm saying. It looks like a men's ring. I went straight. You went, but you went in the 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 kind of cost effective. Some would call it cheap method that I did too, mm-hmm. which is like I want to find a ring that because I'm probably going to lose this thing. You know, you take it off to go out at night. You know, right? You ever hang out with those guys? Uh, it makes me so uncomfortable. I was like, yeah. dude, don't bring me into this this thing you're doing. Like, <laughs> if they go out of their way to say that they're doing it or like make a big deal out of it, that's really creepy. It, I just forget it all the time. I, n- I, n- I n- never take it off. Well, now I got a silicone one. I don't like the metal, so the silicone, I don't mind washing my hands with it and stuff and doing things. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is hot men's ring talk. Yeah. And it was, just, well, <laughs> do, go I back do, to my wife's business cards. I, well, I want to say I do hate the guys that have a really expensive uh, wedding ring. Yeah. That aren't yeah. millionaires, and even if you are a millionaire. If you're a mi- it doesn't matter. I don't, like, I don't like those guys. For some reason... Usually, I can't hang with that kind of guy. It's just you come across more like a sucker than anything that you got suckered into buying this this decoration. The whole diamond, the whole diamond ring thing is a total fucking snake oil salesman bullshit thing. Anyway, I know. I feel like we've talked about it five hundred times. Yeah, but we got we? a lot of new listeners now. Oh yeah, don't buy rep- don't buy diamonds. They're bullshit. Yeah, what was it? De Beers yeah, basically De Beers. inflated the cost, and then they said it was a perfect gift for engagement that it didn't exist in any tradition before. Right, and, and they just made it up. And diamonds are like super common in caves wherever the diamond they get the like they're not like that rare of a thing to come across. They're not. They really aren't. Colton Monopoly for your for your batteries and all your devices. That's like the new mineral. Like that's the new hotness of uh, blood diamond oh, <laughs> mineral. Okay. That's the new blood mineral, basically. Right. Colton. So. I, I don't. I'm going to move on from that. I don't know what that is. That's what it. Uh, that's the mineral. It's just. Uh, oh, we, we have the so mineral. Many, we have so many batteries we're using and all these devices. Where do they go? You right. Know? Same with the, the, the Honda. Like the 
electric cars. Uh, I'm try- uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to say um, and I'm trying not to say like because <laughs> so, I heard myself on the podcast. Yeah, you're paralyzing yourself now. <laughs> uh, we, we'll so, be good on the minerals once they start mining those asteroids. Psh, get all the minerals we need. Yeah, we'll get to Mars, man. Yeah, I'm not going. Tell Anyways, me, tell so, me about this tacky card. <laughs> so my wife sent me a, a screenshot of her business cards, and um, they were not good, in my opinion. She liked them a lot. I'm gonna get in so much trouble. Fair, fair point. But I love your wife. I was yeah. friends with her before I was friends with you. No, it is. She's I've known her forever. She's awesome. She's got a good sense of humor. She's my dentist. Yep, she is a dentist. So you know, it's not design is not her thing. And uh, we were talking about what we wanted to talk about on the podcast, and it's the subject that came up was how to tell somebody that they're not good at design, <coughs> or maybe they don't have a good eye for design, um, because it, her her business cards look like uh, decoration at a nursing home. Is that a good way to put it? it I was going uh, party city, best of the shitty invites to a birthday party. The 50% off invites? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just too much. Right. You're That's meeting someone. Now, if she was an event coordinator for kids' parties. <laughs> blind kids? I'm just going to keep wedging in yeah. hates like this. If she, you know, if she was the GM of Celebration Station or... Um, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, any of those. Any of those. This would be an appropriate card, I would say. Yeah. Um, If she had an Etsy store, fine. It's like the worst waste of $10 I've ever seen, maybe. This is going to be... Well, good thing, I don't think she listens to the podcast. No. I don't think my wife does either. Yeah. No, it's all right. I I love her. She's hot. Do you you have a picture of it? great. (laughs) Love you, babe. Don't divorce me. Women love the, the... Backpedaling compliment yeah. out of nowhere from not the conversation topic. Well, what would you She's have hot. done? Yeah. She's <laughs> lo- beautiful. She's so great. I'm all flustered. What What would you have? How would you have uh, gone about this? Oh no, I would just. Um, I would have brought it with me because we're yeah. on. We do video. I don't actually have physical copies of them yet. Uh, this was a, a picture that she had sent me. You put it on our Slack. See if you can pop that up to maybe put it towards the Mevo camera. I don't know. Okay. Right, we'll put we'll put it with the description. Yeah, you'll see the. Uh, you don't want to look at it for too long. Hurt your eyes. It reminded me of like, uh, Gloria is turning fifty kind of inv- invitation mm-hmm. sangria party. Lordy, lordy. <laughs> yeah. Law is forty. So how do you tell someone bad design, right? And it's really tough. It's it's similar to sense of humor. If yeah. Coming from the comedy world like we do, it's it <clears throat> it's tough to be like. Well, look, the Big Bang Theory isn't funny. You know, a lot of people watch that show. Yeah. I can't say that it's not funny. I can just say, hey. I can. It's I, not I, no, funny. I mean, like, when you're talking to someone that you don't know that well. Yeah. No, you I don't still be do like, it. I don't give a it shit. Sucks. I'll say it to him. To be fair, I've never watched it, but I, I can tell it's not probably very good. Well, if you think the Big Bang Theory is funny, you need to go online and watch the uh, the versions that somebody's made where they take out the laugh track. Oh, <laughs> no, really? It gets dark. Very quickly. <laughs> really? Well, it's just the the personalities of all the people are just so weird and, you know, Asperger's-y yeah. that it's like, oh, this seems like some kind of s- school for special. And the hot the hot chicks, the, 
the like she's the fish out of water and all these other people around her. Right. That's the model for every sitcom. Yeah, and anytime they talk to her, it comes across super creepy without the laugh track. <laughs> it's let's see if we can find check that. it out. I hope I ruin the Big Bang Theory for about let's five hundred. Let's people. really find that URL to put on the on the post. Yeah. Do after it. the show, so I kind of rely on stats because. I have a, I know I have a bad palate, so I'm not a good chef. I'm not a good cook. Right. I know what I don't know. We work on this, I think, individually, as a in a self helpy kind of way. Sure. I think it's important to go. I'm pretty good here. I'm a two out of ten here. I'm a nine out of ten over here on this. You know, and kind of, it's never yes or no binary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's tough to tell everybody. Just like a sense of humor, thinks they have a good aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And now it's I can do it with a little bit of math. So we had a um, we had someone we were talking to, and I said, "Let me just send you a strategy video. Um, it's on the house. I'll send you a strategy, digital strategy to win your business, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll film it in our our whiteboard room, and I'll go over it because I can do that pretty quickly. And here's one thing that happens: a lot of people are really attached to shitty logos. Yo, yeah. Like I can be like, this looks like no fear shirt from nineteen ninety three. Come on, let's let's let's. Well, my brother in law designed it though, right? Or I, or he designed it, or he yeah, or she designed worse. it, and they they get really attached to bad design. Yeah. So we have this conversation kind of a lot, I would say, and you can't go, it's absolute. Yeah, I just go. Let's look at some of the competition. Who's the best in your industry? Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of go through it and go look. 3D's out, no no 3D. That's just like a kind of simple rule of thumb. Yeah. Look at all the big brands out there. Look at the top Forbes uh, 500. And no shadowing. Shadow. You can do it, but yeah, it's not con- as contemporary. And they do that so that it's easier across the board for. Um, I guess I'm. I guess I'm kind of asking for printing and like um, branding on. So as many things as possible. Yeah, I guess is the way to think about it. Yeah, well, indelible. So it needs to be unique. It needs to stand out. The adjective I th- I try to use to sound smart is indelible. I had to look that up a long time ago. I put it in a PowerPoint. And everyone's like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "Yeah." That's All right. I know is indelible ink. Yeah, so it's unique, undeniable. Um, so you want to have a brand. It's so we've talked about this in previous episodes. Branding. Branding is kind of that crazy elastic term the last couple of years. So it's that thing that defines you. What do people think of when they hear your name or see your logo? Right. And so logos and uh, brand names and slogans, they're really tough to do because it's squeezing all this stuff, all this uh, uh, orange juice out of the orange to get you get just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. You just want to you have to economize everything in a like a diamond. Right. Essentially. There you go. Yeah. Like Colton. No. Uh, <laughs> so um, with the logo, the logo sets the tone for everything in your design guide, mm-hmm. basically. Most people don't have brand guides. That's fine. We're not going to get into that. I would say my thing is I just go on return on investment. And I go, okay, let's use transit property like college football teams. All right? This team beat this, te- this team, so they could probably beat this team. Yeah. So transit property, I just go, look. Let's look at the best in your business or the right. best around I your business. I should have done that. 
<laughs> Should have got a bunch of dental business cards. Well, the whole industry is really bad with this stuff because dentists are like dentists have this weird marketing company thing all over the country. There's these companies that all they do is dental. Yeah. And they drive they drive the sa- they don't value design either because it, it's it's hard to do. Yeah. And it, it's just dentists in general are, are not your normal they're not like doctors because they're also they tend to be mechanically inclined or tactily using their hands more because they actually have to get in there and do these things that require fine motor skills and stuff. So like I feel like they're just so unique mentally in in like what they're trying to do and they're all driven you know they're all opinionated most of the time your wife Um, likes to talk to me while i have everything in my mouth like all these tools in my mouth i'm like uh, you you understand this i try to like go like i try to use my hands like to the side but not hit anybody in the cooch you know yeah exactly she likes to whistle apparently (laughs) (laughs) do you know that i've had a chipped tooth and for like two and a half three weeks now Uh uh-uh that I told her I'm not getting it fixed because it was my good luck tooth. <laughs> and now I have to get it fixed. Well, by her? I don't know. I hope she doesn't listen to this beforehand. No, she knows that I it's p- chip. I put it in a podcast and listen and just I zone out on everything. Yeah. I listen to our podcast, you know. <laughs> get, get a boner yeah. while I'm sitting there. <laughs> so how do you tell someone they have bad design? It's, it's the same thing. How do you tell someone they're a bad dresser? You know, s- to me, simplistic never goes out of style. Just general rule of thumb. Uh, you can just look who's the best people, who are the best dressed people around you. Yeah. Like, almost kind of everybody knows, like, um, this this celebrity. We can all agree. Good you can't dresser, even come right? up with a celebrity no, who's well no, dressed. I'm, brain, I'm burned <laughs> out. I'm pretty burned out. Uh, <coughs> P. Diddy. No. Um, just the NBA sure. draft. Just look at any NBA draft, and yes, you'll see there you go. the best suits. Clearly, what the style should be. Mm-hmm. That's actually the future style, so you'd be ahead. I don't know. I've s- there's, they're getting crazy with it. Draft day. Oh, I'm, ki- I'm totally kidding. Okay. They're, they're <laughs> clown suits. Well, yeah. Their okay. pinstripes are like huge. <laughs> I started to think about it. I was like, double breasted coming back. Like giant bow ties. So I, I, I look at stuff and I just go, what's going to give you the best return on investment? Simplifying your designs a lot of the time. The more exotic you get, the more. Um, the more it drifts, error. yeah. The yeah, the more it, it drifts the eye of the user. Um, we try to keep things as pretty minimalistic as we can. Um, although I like I like detailed stuff and it has its place, but for the most part, if you want to make a bigger brand or you want to have a business card, all that stuff's distracting. Everybody has ADD now. Yeah, so it's almost you, like start small with the building of it, and then if something helps functionality or whatever add on to it then um but yeah it's the margin of error the more stuff you're adding on there the more distracting it is the more the less likely it is to achieve what you're trying to do whether it's get a new client whatever and and little things like all right we hand our card out right our name's big because i want them to see that first right we have a little hidden uh puzzle in there of like we call Tokobaga Consulting Toko Works just because we needed a shorthand name. So we have it kind of hidden in some negative space in there. Yep. But the main thing is I want them to see my name and title, your name and title. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to o- – I could overload them with a lot of information. Believe me, I want to. Yeah. Because our titles have – we have like five different things I want to put on there, like strengths. Yeah. 
Or but like those dictators who put all the the medals on their their uh, suits. <laughs> yeah, I well, like you ain't I want fired a, ba- a shot. I do want a badge system that fits our camping brand theme, kind of going on like that. <gasps> we could dress up like Boy Scouts. <laughs> we could, I already do. No pants though. I know, but this time for real. I just wear the sash around the house. That's it. Just <laughs> the sash. Reminding your family. Hey guys. Hey, if you guys saw my badges. My thumb's bleeding, but I don't know. I'll use my I'll use my sash. <laughs> my first aid badge. So, the thing of just changing font sizes relative to each other. Th- it's a s- look. This is small. This is minute. This is not super sexy, but this is almost mathematically. You can look at some of these things and go, "All right, I need to make a call to action bigger than the rest of the information." People yeah. don't care about our address on our, our business card. Like I kind of want to lose it because it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I like I like that people see we're in the historic part of town. It does kick up some uh, conversation. Well, I think for our you know digital stuff that's good because you can see that it's a physical place that we're a little bit legit. You know where it's like if you have a store or whatever something that obviously has a, needs an office building, then you don't need your address. Yeah, we were talking to I was talking to our our. Our mustache client, the mustache, yeah. our buddy David. It just seems you keep talking about it, it just sounds like a guy with a mustache. So, so must it's a it's like a we got to figure out how to pitch it. It's a way to conceal blunts and joints. Right. Well, like I tube. think the big the well the tube is just to store it, but the the thing on the bottom he's got the a tube and a a, foot. a little footer thing that inserts into the tube that you can ash into that's fireproof. Right. So that you you have a way to put something out. And you, you can put a cigarette out. We've all been there. Right. Where can I put this out? On my hand? Tongue? So Not that good. We were going over his business card, and I like what he'd, he'd use hemp ones. We're getting those sent over here right now. And I'm Sweet. excited because I go, I'm not huge on those, but you're it's what you're going to be doing with this business card is basically always selling Yeah. to that person, even the end user or... You're going to be trying to sell it to the person at the head shop in Colorado that wants to buy a bunch of them. Yeah. Because you're going to be doing a lot of sweat equity getting around there trying to trying to get get this out there guerrilla style mm-hmm. and get some feedback because we want it's a new product totally invented by him. Um, I like that because that fits the brand theme. The card might suck, the design might suck, but the, the they'll carry around this hemp. It's got a little little wink. Yeah, for, I know, like that. that sort of I always like that. So, I mean, actually, I've seen it. we had a, a dentist that we um, talked to, and his business card was floss. Had floss in it. Uh, th- do Good baller. Do yeah. Do thinks he thinks about branding. Yeah. Uh, he thinks like, what can I hand out that people are just going to toss in their wallet or throw away immediately? Right. And I say floss. It's not as though he's given a big plastic tube of floss. It's a business card size floss thingy that they've come up with. It's yeah. Very I, convenient. It, it's got utility. I love it. So I. Look, if you get Vista print cards, you know, don't talk to me. <laughs> we'll, we, we'll fix what bad design those are. And just the actual texture. Think of that. And look, this we, I want to extrapolate this kind of stuff out a little bit from a business card out, right? So mm-hmm. design, design matters. We have to agree on that principle. Design is undervalued, I would say. Yes. Like graphic design, severely undervalued. Big time. Because people think... Nowadays, you can just get stock anything, which you can, but it doesn't really work the way you think it does, right? No. You get into it, and you're like, that's not what it, it's in my head. What Our big thing is we're extracting your brain. We're trying to get your opinion because you don't know how to articulate it. Right. 
I don't know. It's almost, I don't even know if it's a stock thing. I feel like everybody knows somebody who does design stuff. Sure. So just the fact that everybody knows somebody who does it is, it's kind of devaluing in itself. Like, oh, well, I, I could always do, I could always ask this person. Sort of I'm going to go back to sense of humor. So it's like people think, oh, you should talk to Todd, bro. Todd's like the funniest fucking guy. He's, he's yeah. in our golf group. I'm like, I definitely don't want to meet him. Like, right. That's not the same kind of comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely probably, he probably references like Wedding Crashers I know. every five it, minutes. Yeah, he's the guy who does, he's not funny, he just times movie lines at the right time. Right. But it, it works for that group. They don't know it's redundant. <laughs> yes. Do They don't know it's duplicative. So... That's that thing. Or if they you, don't care. If you're a prospective client listening to this, this is kind of how we really feel. We're in the room. I'm trying to be very polite around it. I'm trying to kind of just go like, well, that's okay, but let's 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 uh, let's try to beat that. I always try to say that. Anything creative? Yeah. Can we beat that? Yeah. Well, it's true. That's that's how it. You know, start out with the the, the shitty one. So beat it. Some easy things are just like, um, just no 3D, no. Patterns that are confusing, no symbols that are confusing. You have to take a step back. I I like to go to around the like ten people I trust and go, how does this look? This mm-hmm. design look just in case I'm you get too mired in it and you don't know if it's good or not. Where does your eye go? That's a you know. So that's a big one. That is a huge one for marketing materials and websites and apps. People don't get it. Like all right, so there's UX UI. So there's user experience. That's UX. And uh, user interface, that's UI. Mm-hmm. So the so y- that's why they're kind of grouped together because they're the Venn diagram is very is overlapping pretty big. UX and UI can increase sales for for your site or app. It can increase whatever call to action you have if you do it correctly. I mean, shit. If you put emojis in social media post copy or email marketing title subject lines. You can increase open rates or uh, or views of that uh, post by five to eight percent. I believe it. I, I mean, you, when our podcast pops up on our phone, because I, yeah, I subscribe to my own podcast. Uh, oh yeah, I, you gotta get those downloads in, one by eye. one. Yeah, <laughs> definitely catches your eye. I forget to do it. Bolt, I forget you know. to post it with it. Yeah, uh, but it helps. No, for sure. Because that's a universal language too. Mm. At the same time, hieroglyphs. Yeah, we're going backwards. It, but that's the thing of like. I just go, all right, let me find a study to prove this point if I need to. I, I know it intuitively, and I knew that because I, I can kind of see behaviors and tendencies and trends and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I need something to back this up so I'm not just spouting out like, I'm a creative that knows everything. <laughs> and yeah. I, I feel it in my bones. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things where I, I wanted to extrapolate to Ikea. It, like... Uh, Design of your store, of your office, your office that, that you're seeing a lot more stuff about office space, uh, design becoming way more involved. It's all psychology. All this stuff, it's all psychology. Yeah. Basic Sa- psychology. Um, what What's the end goal of all of this design? So at IKEA, you have to <laughs> go through a fucking labyrinth. Yep. To get out, if you're smart, you go in through the exit like I do. And go buy whatever you were gonna buy. Right. Most people don't do that. They don't even know you can do that. I didn't know until you told me. You can go get cinnamon. You can go get cinnamon buns. Uh, Aren't you worried about the IKEA coffee? police? They don't do Secret anything. police. How do they know? I don't know. I've they got a lot of weird rules from in Sweden. 
Yeah, but they're soft. They're they're Swedish. They're not gonna do anything. You know the uh, uh, IKEA owner died. The guy who invented it. He was like ninety four years old. It was like two days ago. I, I saw a lot of hacky jokes. Oh online. yeah. I was trying to do one about his, his <laughs> Who's casket. Building his casket. His casket. <laughs> that's right where my was, mind went. His, I was mine was uh, his casket was partially built because the Allen wrench broke or something like that. <laughs> I, that's all I got. Somewhere I there's an angry dad having <laughs> to build this poor guy's casket. Or what about Walgreens versus CVS? The way Walgreens was set up at a certain point in time, it it may be different now. Consumer behavior, you have pharmacy in the back, you have baby in the back. Because yep. those are the two things impulsively. Like, pharmacy is a moneymaker, and that's going to bring people in. So They have mm-hmm. to go to that. Th- uh, look at every time you go into one now, it's diagonally usually from the door. Oh, yeah. It, uh, Walgreens for sure. Yes, definitely. So, sometimes it b- depends on drive through but generally, because uh, they, they want to drive through mm-hmm. every time, but... Sometimes buildings you can't help it. In Florida, we just we love shitty architecture. That's another shitty architecture all over here of those like retail centers, out parcels. Um, I'm not gonna get to that. They also at Walgreens, you know, they do the thing when you go to check out where they they wrangle you into the the cow pen. You know, you gotta they run you through the lines that has candy on both sides and all that stuff. It's all around us, and yeah, we all kind of know. Yeah, the end caps of a grocery store of the aisles. It's going to be promoted stuff. I know it, and I've I've read a lot about it. I still go, boo, cool, <laughs> yeah, hot Doritos. This is yeah. sweet. The big game's coming. Yeah, the big game yeah. is Sunday. <laughs> and I, I see it with ads too. Ads work on me, and I know they're ads. And I'm online. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll, the design of it. We talk about Squatty Potty with their video. Yeah, visually so stimulating that you have to stop and go, what? Well, it's like if, if we didn't have ads, we'd all still be wearing potato sacks. You know, it's kind of one of those things. You don't want to say it tells you what's what's good or what's new or whatever, but it, without an ad, you wouldn't know about a lot of stuff. So here's how I can kind of tell mathematically, quantitatively, why design matters is I got into this world, this nerd world, from the from the online ad side. And all you do when you do, like, product advertising campaigns is it's because it's, there's no kind of uh, emotion in it. There's no people involved. It's not lead generation. If you're just selling stuff, you don't have to get anything, any human involved, right? Until the transactions happen. If it's a lead generation, then you got to worry about how the call's made. Did people pick it up on time? You know, did the other, did your client pick it up? How did, well, how did they talk to them? All that stuff. That's where humans get involved and fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, where we help we help clients with that, but I'm just saying, e-commerce. You look at it; it's just pure math campaigns. We do a creative, and we go, okay, we're gonna do these ten creative campaigns, and we're gonna see which ones are stars and which ones are dogs. Mm-hmm. And you can tell because you keep everything else even. Every all ten campaigns have a budget of a thousand each. They're hitting the same target audience, so you're just you're making this trial and error test. They, most it's an experiment. People, it's A/B testing is what they call everything. Okay. So usually you do two and you A/B split, and you go, okay, now A's doing better than B. Now we need to have another one come in and go, is that what's the reason why? Okay. So it basically breaks down creative in a math way by like deductive, deductive logic from the performance of the ads. So if the ads are doing well, and all things are equal, right? Mm-hmm. 
then it's the creative that is being that's the variable. Yeah. So that's how you tell you can t- mathematically tell a good creative. And then you over time, this is what's called wisdom, knowledge plus plus experience. I wouldn't say I'm a wise owl, but I would say I have enough experience and knowledge to go here's the kind of designs that work and here's the kind that don't. Yeah. Uh, th- for a time, there used to be a thing where you put a yellow, or a bright little outline of whatever the image was in the ad. It would increase sales by 3%. That sounds negligible, the 3%. What do you it's mean? It's not. I mean, the oh, number no, no, 3%. It's, uh, no, it's huge. It's that, I mean, like if you do 1% conversion rate, for ad campaigns for like a product, let's say around a hundred dollars. Yeah, we're talking digital. Yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah, like good conversion rates three, um, of uh, of not retargeting people, like just straight up campaigns. Anyway, I ju- I just look at the mass side of it and go, okay, does this? In- I don't have a dog in the fight for our clients either. I just go, hey, this is pro- this is better just aesthetically, personally. I'll go informally. This style's a lot better in contemporary. Formally, this is that's how I'm gonna start breaking this up to be a bad guy, good guy. With formerly. Com- I'm gonna say informal, off the record, whatever you want to yeah. say. Uh good cop. My boss wants would want me to say this. Yeah, something like that. Because I have to I have to be both guys a lot of the time. Right. It's really tough until we get uh, a snappy gay guy to be our client service head. Okay. Well <laughs> you don't we can put it on LinkedIn. I you love LinkedIn so much. I do. I do. I, I, I can pull. I can pluck them out. You can't find pluck out if they're gay. That's the. Uh, that's for Facebook. Oh. So. So we can. I just go look. Here's my style. Here's what I think. Uh, doesn't matter. But here's my opinion. Keep it out on the side, on the mass side of this. Here's why we want to do this, this, and this for the design. Here's why your website can't have 13 sections to it. Because right. it loads too slowly, the pattern people people zone out if you have a similar pattern throughout. Yeah. So if you have three columns and then another three columns and then another, yeah, it, nothing's more important than the other thing. Yeah, switching it up. It's, 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 those are like easy things, like changing font sizes relative to what's important. I mean, I don't want to say a I've button. I for design, but it's like one of those things where I can look at something and be like. I don't necessarily know why, you know, and that's a really annoying thing to say, but it could look better this way or it's not working, you know, and most I forget that people don't always have that eye for what's what's wrong with it. Or I, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I mean, it's hard to articulate that side of it. The yeah. other side where we're sitting. Yeah, I would say I think what you're trying to say is um, there was what was the judge that convicted someone, this is like a federal case, I don't know what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. Right, <laughs> yeah. It was something like that. That's, it, yeah, so that's exactly kind of a, qu- that's a quote that kind of sticks in my craw um, about design. I just go, I just go basics that a lot of people know. Hey, on the website, bright yellow button, whatever, whatever bright color we have in our palette for you, for your brand guide, call it action. Yeah. Called, called Whatever out. your Buy number now. one thing is you want to do, make that that color, stick it right on the front. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. So, like, there's you can always go back to the basics and then work up from there. Minimalistic, simplistic is always the safest. Then you can get advanced like Ikea and do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You can get advanced like, um, 
Like Adobe does it too much. I feel like uh, for their uh, their branding, you mean? Almost everything they have, they have yeah. too much stuff. It's too much. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Well, their their software is notoriously slow and kind of pain in the ass, right? I mean, right. I, I that's functionality of the slow part. Yeah. But I mean, th- just it overwhelms me when I. Uh, a lot of people get overwhelmed when they open Excel. Yeah. You know, because it's just like, if it's not their thing, it it's super confusing, yeah. and that's why I use Squarespace as a good example. When we hand it off to clients, the the admin side, what a lot of people incorrectly refer to as the back end, mm-hmm. um, is a simple menu. It looks like an Apple product. Yeah, right. Super simple. The iPhone is a simple product that is so intuitive. Two year olds can play with it yeah. and really work it. Mm-hmm. People don't think about that stuff. They some uh, there's this thing where I think people will uh, think the more the better if I can get this little bit of information out there and make it over here too and then you know uh, it's not that way. I was gonna say think about it like a wedding a wedding toast, but I've seen so many horrible. Most are horrible. They're all bad, especially the uh, sorry ladies. But if you do the thing where it's like <laughs> I installed we met in college and it was remember like, the guy and then they just they don't explain it. And they just wink. <laughs> remember the dude in Cabo? Remember Troy? Yeah. Remember? Oh, I remember him. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, cool inside joke at the wedding. I was trying, I'm trying to bring up some Hub- HubSpot has a lot of good information. I love statistics. It's I love statistics. <laughs> I love stats, man. I love Moneyball, extra 2%, all these things. The biggest one I wanted to bring up was how visual things are changing online for for just digital marketing, let's say. Trends, you mean? Yeah, trends. Yeah, I was looking at that, and I had to look up what the word brutalism meant. What does it mean? Uh, <laughs> it's an architecture, I guess, but um, raw is basically the idea. So here's a good example. Infographics are liked and shared on social media three times more than any other type of content. Here's yeah. the reason why. People like stats, I think. This is my theory. People like reading like quick stats. Yeah, it's easy content, right? Cartoon stats. Yeah, we're all all adults with children too, so yeah. we have to make a cartoon out of what would be back in the day an abstract to a research paper right. or marketing research, because most people look they don't have time to read everything. But if it's something on social media, it's going to be quick. All that articles with an image once every seventy-five to hundred words get double the number of social shares. Than articles with fewer images. Yeah, people want to look at stuff. I I heard the ninety percent of like posting content is the image to get the click. For sure. I think headlines become bigger now. We I think we go to them because they're more salacious now. Visual content is forty times more likely to get shared on social than any other type of content. I believe it, one hundred percent. I'm just. Um, I'm trying to pick and choose a few. Something I saw that we had talked about uh, that's on this list of trends is a cinemagraphs. If you don't know what a cinemagraph is, if you've ever seen a, um, it basically is a picture with a small part of it moving as though it's a video. Oh, those are cool. So like a, a still f- picture with a fire in it where th- only the fire is moving. I, I love those. Those are cinemagraphs. And uh, I learned how to do it one day and then forgot. Well, well there, I, there is, I've been advertised to a lot by one company that does it really well. Yeah. Well, it's perfect for us, too. Fire. 
campfire, we could do it. I think we could do it ourselves. We've got to set it up. We have two eight monkeys in animation. I know, designs. but you know, we don't want to bother them. But you can go over there. Also don't, you know, you I can urkel bad. them like I do, and just go, "Hey, any cheese?" They do it with us. Hey, how do you do this, this, and this? Oh, it's really easy. Here you go. You know, it's not that hard. No, yeah, I know that. I'm just saying we could do. I, the hard part's filming it. I believe you have to have. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I won't break it down <laughs> live. I mean, I'm trying to look at a few other things, and then we'll close it out. All right. We've got. There's a lot of stats on here. I'll I'll put this link in there as well. I'm looking at a thing that says saturated gradients. How is a, a gradient saturated? Um. Oh, th this is the other link I gave you. Yeah. With website design. Yeah, I just want to mess with you. <laughs> Hold on. The 15 web design trends. Yep. Saturated gradient. They don't give you any definition of anything. See, I don't like the trending uh, web design stuff because we don't do a lot of lifestyle brands yet, I guess. We, yeah. don't, we, we do a lot more professional services, I guess, just not by just happenstance. Yeah, so we do a lot more timeless design, classic, clean. I think about it like a suit. Right. Not an NBA suit, just a regular. Big you got boat ties. <laughs> you just got clean, always looks good. Yeah, if you don't have a lot of money to buy suits like I always was, you just go simple, simple pinstripe, simple navy suit. It goes back to everything we've been talking about: minimalistic, simple, simplistic, less to mess up. Serif fonts are big. See, like a lot of this stuff is like cool lifestyle luxury items. We don't live in that luxury. Like the stuff we're, the clients we have don't have a luxury product or service usually. Yeah, you mentioned serif fonts. It's, it's Most on the people don't know what that means. I had to learn about it the other day. I, when I, they have the little decorations on the f the little the bottoms or ends of the, the sticks that are making the letters. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, it's like creative fonts, basically. Yeah. Well, well. So if you have a, lo a lawyer, we're, we do a lot of law firms, we're not going to use a lot of serif stuff. Right. Usually. I guess a serif font is used because uh, it's easier to read. It makes the letters more distinguishable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends on blah, blah, blah. Well, that's originally, I think that's where they came from. All right. Or well, why they look that way. I think I, I am You done browsing the internet over I'm there? out of my stats. Right. I had a lot, and then I got into rant mode and can't figure out where my spot it's is. okay. Well, we got, we got a big day, and this is, uh, we're going to start banking episodes like professionals, so. I know. But not too far in advance. Yeah. You don't need to be making Zika References. <laughs> or Ebola. Or Ebola. Or Black Plague. Go all the way back. Any of them. All right. Uh, hope you had fun. If you did, if you didn't, write a, write a five-star review, but you can tell us what you didn't like. Just don't give us a one-star because you're shitty. Yeah. Because I use the word shitty. I had that on my other podcast. I cussed a lot in one of them, and some guy gave us a one-star, and I was like, really? You went out of your way to do bitch? that? Um, if you're our friends <laughs> that are listening to this, that I found out uh, secretly listen to it, don't tell me. Yeah, or help us out, share this yeah. thing out there. If you're our new friends, we don't know you yet. You uh, you can submit questions either on social media where it's posted, on YouTube, comments. We read them all because we're narcissistic. Every last one, and especially if it's good. Even if you don't want to get the sweet sponsored fresh books 
for your accounting software, why don't you just click on that link? It just gives us a little, gives us a little leverage sometimes. Maybe we can get better days. Everything that comes in from this podcast goes reinvesting into the podcast, which better guest, uh, maybe a stat boy. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would love someone that could just Google what we're talking about as just we're going. Another person. <laughs> just to, to, there's so much stuff that you one more set of hands would be fantastic. Right. Right. Tiny hands. Yeah, they got to be like really small. They got to be like oddly small hands, please. Rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend, tell your friend that has that side hustle, that Etsy store, that, that oh, I got an app idea. I got to do this. How do I do it? Hey, we try to keep the ones Eric and I do, we try to keep them a little bit timeless to help out. So the trending stats, they're going to be relevant in about 10 years anyway. Yes. They will. Sure. It'll be a little different, but it'll be re- about the same. Cool. So for Eric and Law, Sweat Equity. Bye-bye. Hotty toddy. Mm-hmm.